Does this scenario sound familiar? You may want employees to return to the office, but they may want a different arrangement. Maybe it's time to reimagine the culture of your hybrid organization. Find out more. Join us for our quick take on this issue, episode 286 of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Welcome, everyone. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right along with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, everyone. It's great to join you again for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And as always, our purpose here is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that can help visionary leaders accelerate themselves along with their organizations to their next level of game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. You know, Pam, here we are at the beginning of 2024, and there's still a push and pull regarding return to the office full-time. Some CEOs are concerned that collaboration and culture can only be preserved through in-person interaction. Well, that's why we had a conversation with Melissa St. John back in episode 277. Right called What CEOs Can Do to Help People Want to Return to the Office. And this is a conversation about reimagining the in-person experience. But in reality, more leadership teams are discovering that a hybrid work arrangement can actually have major advantages when it comes to attracting and retaining talent from a large geographical area. So it seems like hybrid work may be with us for quite a long time. As we head into 2024, the challenge for top leadership is to reimagine your company's culture to fully embrace a hybrid organization, a culture where people are productive and collaborating for business innovation, no matter where they work. This involves many considerations of strategy, policy, and operations. Oh, that's right. For example, if we're talking about interaction of people on-site and off-site, Many companies stream meetings via Zoom or other telecommunication. Sometimes this works well, but all too frequently it doesn't. We've been part of some leadership events that are broadcast remotely, where the focus is on engaging the people in the room, but the people online, not so much. Uh For instance, the remote audience is an afterthought. The technology is poor, there are no microphones, people can't hear There's strange displays on the screen. Cameras that are focused on people writing notes, and the speaker's like a little tiny box in a corner. All of this can limit meaningful engagement between the in-person attendees and the remote attendees. Now, this is more than annoying. It can lead to valued employees feeling confused, alienated, not being able to fully contribute, even dropping off the call. People may have their names up, but there's just a photo or an animated meme while people are multitasking. And you know who you are out there. And over time, this lack of engagement can result in a talent acquisition and retention issue and impact the quality of your company's culture. 
So rather than thinking about engaging the hybrid organization as a tactical issue, it's really strategic. Well, yeah. Here's one significant step for reimagining your company's hybrid culture. Create events that strengthen the engagement of both in-person and remote attendees. And with that in mind, we're revisiting part of the conversation we had earlier in 2022 with Robbie Samuels about the role of the CEO in strengthening the engagement of remote employees. But first, here's a bit about Robbie Samuels. He's an author, speaker, and business growth strategy coach who's also a virtual event design consultant and executive Zoom producer. That's a lot of hats. Yes. He's also the author of several best-selling books, including Break Out of Boredom, Low-Tech Solutions for Highly Engaging Zoom Events, and Croissant versus Bagels. Robbie's been recognized as a networking expert by Harvard Business Review, Forbes, and Inc., and as an industry expert in the field of digital event design by JDC Events. As a virtual event design consultant, he assists organizations with bringing their events strategically online with less stress and greater participant engagement. And I can tell you that I've been part of some of his events, and he does indeed do this. Robbie's also a podcast host. You can read much more about his background by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 288, and scrolling down to resources. With that, let's revisit the section of our conversation with Robbie, where he shares the role of the CEO and C-suite in strengthening the engagement of remote employees. Now, keep in mind, this conversation was recorded back in 2022, when most companies were still largely remote. But these principles can also apply to a hybrid organization. Stay with us. First of all, let's just be clear. What are the roles of the CEO and C-suite in ensuring a successful outcome for virtual events that are intended to strengthen employee engagement? Well, I think one would be to consistently schedule check-ins at regular intervals so people come to expect that there is going to be an opportunity for a face-to-face video conversation and not just leave these to, to chance. And I also would say build in some time for small talk at the beginning or breakout rooms for small group or one-on-one conversation. So even if this is a work meeting, if we were meeting in person, we would have some time before the meeting officially started to chit-chat while we're you know sipping our coffees and teas. We don't have that built in unless people are thoughtful about it in the virtual space. And we really shouldn't discount the benefits of the quote unquote small talk, which is where we share about our weekends, our family, you know, what we're looking forward to. That really allows people to see commonalities and interests and maybe have even some empathy around what's going on in someone else's life in the case of what's happening in work. And people might say, oh, that's just a waste of time. But just like all small talk, it builds trust. And that is so important, especially when you can't be right there and getting as many signals about what's going on, for sure. Also, one of the things that, like many meetings, CEOs and C-suite executives sometimes will say, I'll just delegate that to somebody. I'll delegate the idea of a meeting. I'll delegate the event to somebody else totally. That's not my concern. And I am a big believer that CEOs and C-suites have a role in 
the successful outcomes because I insist that if somebody is going to say you should be at this meeting, that they're part of at least to kick it off. Don't you think? I agree. And I, you know, I do think that everyone should, you know, lean into the skills they have and, and encourage other members of a team to step in. So you might have your marketing department or you might have your COO organize this, depending on what kind of event we're talking about to take the lead on, you know, identifying the speakers, put together the program, figure out the platform, but absolutely having a way for the CEO or a C-suite level person to be there to really kind of give authority to this gathering, to give people, to make people feel like, okay, this is credible, this is important, people are valuing this conversation, whether they you know, lead a conversation or just do the welcome remarks, I think all depends on what you're trying to achieve. I'm really big on purpose-first design. And so whatever you do, whatever exercise you do and who you have speaking and what tools you use should really be about getting to the end result, the outcome that you're all hoping for. And that's our quick take for today. Thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. If you're enjoying listening to our podcast, spread the good word and become a recommender. Open Growth Igniters Radio on whatever podcast app you use and write a review. To contact us or get show notes and resource links to this week's episode, including a link to our entire conversation with Robbie Samuels, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 288. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. What's one thing we can start doing differently or better with our hybrid events starting today to foster a culture that engages both in-person and remote employees? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.